Manifestors Talk, where two manifestors talk about human design. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, I'm Lena, 3-5 Ego Manifestor. I've been experimenting for two and a half years now, I think. Yeah, I'm uh, Mila. I'm a 6-2 Splenic Manifestor. I've been experimenting since 2012. So you do the math. <laughs> so we've been talking about <laughs> oh my goodness i'm like ugh. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna feel our listeners about the whole situation because it's a confidential situation but let's speak about it mechanically um how do i gra- how do i grab this mechanically i'm a scapegoat of this situation <laughs> <laughs> i'm such a free five in this situation i'm like all evil in this fucking what the fuck um no let's let's just sort with pa- start with punishments for manifestors <laughs> And yeah, how well, people cannot handle our aura. Oh. Well, they can, like I said, before we started recording. The the people who I've met throughout my life who have been able to stand in their own aura, in their own power, regardless of type, um, when meeting my manifest aura, I love them. And that doesn't mean that there's any romantic love or there's any romantic interest it's just it's just so it's been so nice to be able to be around people who aren't intimidated just by me walking into a room because that's what I've lived with my entire life and I will continue to live with that because that's the power of the manifesto aura Hmm. Lena just pulled a very interesting face (laughs) (laughs) no because it pisses me off yeah, I I can I can see that and I don't mean this as condescending as it might come out. I, it it pissed me off in the in in the beginning of my experiment as well cuz I was like, well, that's not my intention. I don't my intention when I step into a room is not to intimidate anyone or make anyone else feel in any kind of way. That's my, not my intent. Why do people react so strongly? I just want to walk into a room. I just want to go into the break room and grab a cup cup of coffee. Why, when I step into the break room, does everyone fall quiet? Why does the conversation stop? Why does it feel like everyone's watching me when I move over, go over to to the coffee maker and grab myself a cup of coffee? Why is everyone, why do they stop breathing? (laughs) <laughs> what is going on i'm just grabbing a cup of coffee why just fucking relax that's not what my aura communicates <laughs> and i can tell and you know I, I i can totally see how that could piss someone off from the inside <laughs> like you know I understand all of that I understand that I have a strong aura I understand that people are intimidated whatever I understand all of those things but at the same time I'm like yo 
this is just unfair <laughs> like i'm entitled to have a mediated conversation after the the has been complaint made only based on some distorted fucking views of mr fucking frustrated (laughs) (laughs) yeah it 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 is but that's also where the strategy of informing comes in right because if i walk into the break room and i say hello when i step into the room they know okay she sounds like she's in a good mood like she doesn't sound angry. She doesn't sound like she's going to start throwing things at us or kill us in any other sense. So I say, hello, I walk in and I say, I'm just going to grab myself a cup of coffee and get then go back to my to my desk. They know what's going to happen. I get that. And I do that with Mr. Frustrated. Yeah. He's just not having it. He's just not, he is not having it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And for me... It took a long time before I, not accepted, that's not the right word, but it took a long time before I was truly comfortable in my aura, before it it, it morphed into not just a, a, a mental understanding of, yeah, I get that I live in this aura, I get that I have these centers defined, I get that I have this effect on, on, on people. It took a long time before I was really comfortable and and didn't take it personally. It's not that I, t- I take Mr. Frustrated as like personally, whatever he does. It's just this is creating problems in the sense that now I have to have a formal disciplinary hearing. Now I have to have this and this conversation with the whole management team, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Because this fucking dickhead <laughs> cannot deal with his bloody emotions. I'm like, yo. That is annoying. That is like, you know, if that was just just him having, I don't know, being uncomfortable, fine. But he's acting on this uncomfortable and he's just using whatever he can to erase me from his work life. And I'm like, I sort of get it. <laughs> But at the same time, that's just stupid. It's the not-self mind at work. And how is that supposed to help me? I mean... <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> it's not. It, it's just... This is what... This is how, you know, the majority of people live their life. They think that things are important without having access to gaining the knowledge of whether it truly is important to them or not. If that makes sense. Say it's a generator in some sort of situation and they have access to to their sacral, then they can be asked yes, no questions if it's really important for them. Or, you know, if it's a projector, they can get asked, you know, what's your take on the situation? What do you see? And give their input. But most people aren't 
the majority of people live their life from sorry, live their life from 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 a chaotic not self mind and so they feel weak and they feel uh, powerless so they do whatever they think they have to do to have an impact basically because most people are conditioned to be a manifester yeah it's fucked up <sighs> it's fucked up it's stupid it's not a fun ride to be a manifester i mean it's it's fine <laughs> in the inside it's fine <laughs> but then you have to interact with this whole bloody fucking planet and i'm like oh jesus can i yeah. like pick five people to interact with and that's that's the whole thing yeah, that's what I've done, basically. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but well, you're a six line as well. Yes. And yes. I'm not. I'm like deep in the fucking mud in my fucking process and like bumping into those fucking dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's fine. It's like, it's just a movie. Like, you know, like I'm actually observing the situation and having those former conversations and email fucking exchanges and all of those things. And it's like, it's just what's happening. It's fine. Um, it's just really like as like within the experience, like just as it's happening, it's very, very just, oh, I'm making me livid. This is just so stupid. Yeah. And it feels like, you know, there is this, oh, Lena, you can handle this. You can grow up and like be, you know, not not having those open conversations and not be transparent because, you know, you will destroy someone have someone during a conversation that you're going to have. Because the other person will not be able to handle a confrontation. So now you have to bottle up your feelings and just be nice to someone, polite, and it will be fine. That's and if it... that is not great for your well-being or work, then come back to me and then you have a problem and then we will deal with that. And I'm like, what? But that's that's really the core of the problem, isn't it? That you're being asked to be something or someone that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it's that it just strikes a nerve because that's been a, a theme for, for most manifestors, at least all, everyone I've, I've worked with, I've come across that in some way, shape or form, we've all been asked to be smaller than we are, to not be so angry or not, you know, can you take up less space? Can you dial it down? Can you not be so big of a personality? It's no. like, no, <laughs> this, is, this is who I am. No, I cannot. And 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 like I said, it it takes someone who stands very comfortably, or or who moves very comfortably in in who they are, to meet the manifestora. And and most people aren't. And and I get that it pisses you off and I get that you, you find it unfair. It's life, life. is unfair. I know, life. 
Yeah, but that, like that's the thing. It's like when when I'm being confronted with with situations that I'm on the mechanical level really understand and really get it, but then I am being confronted with that in a very formal, very whatever Maya constructed it to be setting. I'm like Jesus. I'm like honestly going to be one of the victims of the system. <laughs> And I'm going to be fine because, you know, I'm going to be fine. I'm me. Like, life will catch me. But at the same time, it's like, what a gnarly experience. <laughs> and, it, and it becomes, it becomes difficult, or at least it, it's become difficult for me in a different way than it was before I started my experiment. Because when you when you can see the mechanics of what's happening when you can see that the reaction of what happened is very unproportionate to to the situation because because of the aura then it 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 feels very unfair because you can see other people get away with similar behavior and they don't get punished. They don't get called out. They don't call get called, you know, to the principal's office. They don't get called into disciplinary hearings with the boss. They don't get written notices, whatever it may be. People get away with things that you as a manifester, you don't get away with it. And it feels as if you're singled out. I am. <laughs> <laughs> And and when you can see the mechanics of it, it it's it it becomes for you as a manifester, it also becomes the question of is it correct for me to be here or not? Because yeah. as a manifester, you can you can move you can remove yourself from the situation in a way that the other types cannot. You can move independently without having to wait for for anyone to ask a question or invite you or recognize you you can move yeah on, on that note it's very interesting because i'm like i don't have the clarity yet that's the thing it's like i don't know if i'm moving away from mm -hmm. from that workplace or not i don't i i just don't know yet and that's very interesting to kind of observe myself in this experience and having all the, you know, myself fired up about it and blah, blah, blah. And then still not knowing if the movement away is correct. Yeah. It's just not there yet. The clarity is just not there yet. Um, I suppose, I mean, I'm having a conversation later on today and we'll see how that's going to go and all of those things. Um, I have a shift today and tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So I'll see how that feels and then talk it out and maybe I will remove myself. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go then. <laughs> no, and, and that's but... and that's another thing for for the mind is then the mind wants a a solution. Especially with a, with an open head ajna. It's like, okay, but what's gonna happen now? We need to figure out our next move. But what about money? What about this? What yeah. about that? Blah blah blah. And then that whole thing starts. Yeah, it's interesting. 
but that's the thing it's like i feel like at this moment it's like the only thing i have access to is this figuring out um what will i do what blah 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 but whilst i just don't know yet <laughs> yeah, and and, <clears throat> and i think that's that's one of the big things to come to terms with and to be become comfortable with is the not knowing i don't know i don't know yeah and there is this sort of fear of will i ever know <laughs> yeah but then you know when i know i do know so <laughs> and something happens so that should be i don't know it should become known at some point i hope i mean you you move sooner or later yeah there will be movement and it's just in this moment we don't know there's no way of knowing when or where or how yeah very interesting because you know as a free five and blah 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 ego manifest or whatever um in you know i've experienced situations like this when i've been a scapegoat and like you know everything is misconstrued and like people cannot handle my energy like i've experienced that before it's not my first rodeo <laughs> obviously um but it's the first one that i am navigating from my inner authority yeah i am actually talking out every step of the way and like i can feel you know what comes out what what is my truth in um in the moment sort of or is there a truth in the moment maybe not just yet whatever um and that is interesting it's like i feel solid internally in the way it's like whatever happens it'll be fine and i do have this outbreak and of course like outburst of anger whatever and there is there are tantrums around it because it's a very it's the same situation but very new angle for me and i don't know so far in the past that like situations like this we're ending up with i'm complying i'm compliant with whatever the formal thing is but that that is being used most of the time in the sense that oh so she's going to do whatever we told her to do so then I am being treated unfairly in my opinion and then that explodes and I'm just gone from the place. And I'm really curious what's going to happen this time because maybe that's not correct. Is that, I don't fucking know. So it's a, it's a very interesting place to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when when we're dealing with other people, the only thing that we can do is is navigate strategy and inner authority. And it's so not sexy and it's so not a quick fix, but it's the only thing that is, is, is reliable and is constant. It's very sexy. <laughs> well, it depends. I think it depends on from, from a not self mind perspective. Oh yeah. That like, I'm, I'm definitely <clears throat> not that sexy for other people with how I move. But but it, it's and and that's life you you constantly have to deal with other people and most people are are not living strategy and authority and it's just how it is 
and it sucks, but it's how it is. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. It's interesting. So emotional manifesto, they're like, oh, oh my God, I'm mentioning him again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting. He's one of those people that will general and like say those generic things about people quite often. It's like, you know, everyone lies or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's so interesting to me. I've been thinking about that. Um, because it's such a limiting belief, but at the same time, not so of minds do lie constantly. I mean, they don't know they lie to themselves and they don't know they lie to me because they just, they're just not in their own frequency. But that is what's happening. Like you cannot actually have a proper conversation. You cannot trust what someone is telling you. Because no. they they can't even trust it. Because it, it can change on a whim. Yeah, and and for I mean for seventy percent of the population, the truth is in the sound. So unless it's a response then it's just blah blah it's just hot air which can be interesting and which can be fun <laughs> of course but it's not the, the it's not the truth and i think that's part of why it's so tricky or Yeah, tricky might be the right word to to navigate this world as a manifester because because of the strategy of informing because most people when they open their mouth and words come out it's just blah blah doesn't mean anything doesn't hold any weight it isn't true whereas for me that's the only truth I have when I open my mouth and start talking and not from a mind aspect if I start thinking before I talk it's <laughs> it gets a little shaky um, but when I just talk that's when who I am comes out and it's not like that for most people Yeah, oh, well, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's becoming more and more difficult gradually. Mm, for me to not say my truth, you know. Um... Because when I am, sorry if you can hear ringing, I don't know if that's my house or your house, but someone is ringing to the door. I'm not going to respond because I just never do it. But, <laughs> um, but sorry for the sound, if that's on my end. Um, yeah, like the, the deeper I go into this experiment, it's like it's becoming so obvious that 
there are things that need to come out of me that there are things that need to be said and very often quite heretical things which i'm not even you know it, i don't plan these things they just come out and they like ruffle feathers or whatever but there's no stopping it you know no. like i can't re i can't control it per se i can control the timing in the sense i can stop blah 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 when it's mental if if i see it but when something is just being said then it's being said like if it's coming out then it's coming out i like there's no and that's most of the time my truth and like there's nothing i can do about it it's interesting because then you know i say something and then my mind is being confronted with it in the sense that it has to hold it too exactly the same as other people's not self-minds in that situation yeah that, that's an interesting aspect um when you hear yourself say th something at the same time as everyone else is hearing it it's like oh well hmm, i didn't know that was coming out but there it is so Yeah, I find that, honestly, lying is a big, big difficulty. I mean, it always has been for me. But it's like, even pretending that, you know, being polite to people, it's, it's like going, <laughs> it's the difficulty of being polite to people is just growing on me so much or in me. this discrimination of you know who is for me and who isn't yeah it's becoming so strong that i'm like i just do not care you're not my person i'm not you know i'll be civil but yeah it's such a contrast to when i'm actually talking with with someone that is for me yeah then that is being called against me because why wouldn't it be <laughs> yeah no because it, it's also yeah it, it comes again it comes with the impact of the aura so if you're civil and you say hello but that's pretty much it then it makes such a air quotes statement to the person that you're only civil to because it it, it becomes such a contrast when when they see you interacting with someone who is on your fractal and then they then they see you interact with someone who's there but you're not interested in them so it it it, it makes a makes a stark contrast i would say because then you're perceived as rude yeah which is interesting it's such a weird thing. It's like, honestly, like people want us manifestors to be so nice to everyone and so approachable. What, what are you even on about? They're on about manifestors are scary and unpredictable, unreliable, 
So they want us to placate everyone and um, play nice. Yeah, that's not that. No, not my jam. I'm sorry. Because people don't like being scared. They don't like feeling threatened. They don't like not or not people. I should say pe people's not self mind. Don't like feeling threatened or feeling scared or not knowing what's gonna happen next. Because with the aura, that's there's no information coming out. I was talking about that with someone recently. It's very interesting, this massive difference between emotional manifestor and splenic or ego manifestors. It's like with an emotional manifestor aura, it's like there's still not much information, but there is something to read because of that emotional energy. Like it, Like the impact is sort of it's a great info, but it's the experience is gentler. Whereas with a splenic or ego manifest, it's like there's literally nothing that comes out. <laughs> yeah, I, I would describe it as emotional manifestors have or emotional beings. That's just, I wouldn't describe it so much as, but the emotional wave has a depth to it. There's a gravitas, there's a there's a heaviness to it you can feel it there's um you can feel there's something going on there's something happening there's a movement there but it's really it's really it feels to me it feels really warm and and slow and it's it's kind of like um lava moving very very slowly that's what it feels like to me with the emotional manifester um and with the with this planet manifestor it's more like like a water strider like there's nothing nothing going on and then all of a sudden there's like this giant white shark or or, or something just <laughs> bursting from the surface and then it's just gone and and the surface is 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 calm again so it, it it's sort of there's an eruption from nowhere and then there's nothingness again that's what it feels like for me. How about ego manifesto? Pure ego manifesto. I don't know if I've met a pure ego manifesto in aura. I don't think I have. So I can't. Maybe one day. Maybe, maybe one, one day. day. <laughs> I can't. I can't say anything about that. Um, but the the emotional manifesto is is an interesting, interesting being. For me, they feel so similar and yet so <laughs> different, so different. And I I was hearing an emotional manifestor being described as being blunt. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I was just laughing to myself and I was thinking, well, if an emotional manifestor is blunt, then what the fuck am I? straight up rude <laughs> straight up fucking rude um so yeah and and i think that's that's another thing that i like about this system is is even though you can you can kind of get a surface understanding of 
how someone navigates life if you know their type because then you know their aura um and if you know what centers and blah blah but still every interaction and every relationship is still unique so it still has to find its own unique way of 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 moving and navigating and as we've talked about before i think maybe some manifestors are okay with people calling them or people <laughs> reaching out to them i know i'm not unless i've specifically said so to to certain people in my life who aren't manifestors so it it's yes we are unapproachable But then when it comes to personal relationships, it's still a navigation. It's still a dance. It's still a, um, um, it's still a two-way street. At least it is for me. I shouldn't be speaking for anyone else, but. No, definitely. Yeah, it's interesting. There's so much to navigate, really. But also, yeah. it, it's it, it really is so simple if it, when you break it down to the mechanics, it's like it could be so simple, and then the mind comes in and just makes it all fucking complicated and so bloody. I don't know. Why can't we just move through strategy and inner authority and just exchange truths and be in all holy communion? It would be so great. <laughs> what the but fuck no. just happened <laughs> I would like that sometime sorry I mean, I'm like right <laughs> angle cross of Eden or whatever <laughs> I'm very naive Um, I think it's I think that's a, a, a or at least for me that's a mind thing as well where it's and I've had some, some great exchanges and, and some great heard some people or deep into the experiment say you know just because an experience is correct doesn't mean that it's pleasant oh i can yeah and that was <laughs> for me that was like oh yeah that's spot on and i think that's it for me it, it's just because something is correct doesn't mean that it's without hurt or without confrontation or without conflict or without you know friction or whatever however you want to keynote it depending on what designs are involved <laughs> um but even when i'm put into situations where there are big emotions or or big shifts or, or changes happening even though there is all of this mayhem going on on the outside uh and i and i do feel things i haven't you know um i still feel very solid within myself and i feel as if i operate from from a place of peace you know my dad died almost a year ago and that was a shitstorm that's still ongoing. 
Um, but it's, it's, it's all outside of me. It, it doesn't, it doesn't come into me and settle. It goes through me. And then it's gone. I'm also, I'm splenic authority. So mm -hmm. there's only truth in the now, which is a good thing that I know I'm splenic because otherwise I'd be checking myself into some sort of asylum right now. Because the, uh, the living moment to moment is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I had this conversation yesterday with two emotional generators. And I was like, we were talking about emotional authority and like how they take time to make decisions. And they're like, they're very young and they're like unknowingly living their designs really. And like really following their bodies, what, what they love doing and none of those things. They're very strongly defined as well. Like one of them has only had a Najna open and the other one just spleen open. <laughs> and they're a couple, which is like, <laughs> it's just adorable um but they're like super like massive definition in general and they were like oh but it's not that everyone has to like take some time to make this i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> no that's not everyone's truth it's like about 50 percent of humanity but the other half no no they operate in a different way <laughs> it was and so I, funny yeah and, and I just love those stories where people unknowingly start living who they are. Where it's it's just it it's just so natural. And for me it's it's well, duh, because we live in the body, right? So there's really no way around it. There's really no way to escape it. Um but it's just yeah, I find it, I find it fascinating, and I um, I think that's one of the biggest gifts with the system that when you when you can look at someone through the mechanics, you can also see and understand as with these two emotional generators that people operate very differently, and there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to fix it or or start operating differently you just operate as you navigate as you and then have an understanding that other people operate in in other ways that's just how it is we're different which goes back to i think we've talked about this before that old dodge about treating others how you want to be treated oh my god <laughs> and that's so funny this is so funny. It's just it it bits like it bites your ass back. <laughs> so bad. So bad. I had a I had a girlfriend. Um she broke up with me. We weren't romantically involved. Uh we were, we were friends. Uh and she broke up with me because we didn't talk on the phone every day. Oh. So we we weren't <laughs> so we weren't friends and I was like, oh okay, bye. <laughs> and, and for me you know being a manifester and, and a second line body I'm like I'm leaving people alone I'm not gonna bother you unless you know 
I really want to talk to you. I really want to interact with you. I'm not going to, I'm going to leave you alone because that's how, what I like. Um, <laughs> and, that, and then people break up with you. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> My latest story about that was emotional manifesting guy. It's like, to me, the biggest offense that someone can do to me in, in a relationship is like calling me out of the blue. Like, oh. whatever happens, don't fucking Fuck call no. me. It's like, if your house is on fire, still don't fucking call me. I'm not <laughs> the person for your emergencies. Like, there's no bloody way. Unless they specifically said, I will be there for you. So call me anytime. But my phone is on silent, so like, I wouldn't still try. But it's like, there's no, there's no reason. Like, there's nothing that you cannot put in a text message or a voice note and then I can choose the time perfect for me to receive that message. Like, there's no reason for you to call me. I mean, there are a few, like, people that I will take calls from, like, I don't know, work stuff. But that's, like, also agreed in the specific times and whatever. Um, that's a different story as well and different arrangements. But in general, don't fucking call me. But then at some point, and I assumed that because the emotional guy is a manifester, that he doesn't like people calling him either. Oh, couldn't I be more wrong? Um, I'm fucking up with English language. Doesn't matter. Oh, could I be more wrong? Doesn't matter. Um, I'm like trying to be funny and then it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, but then I actually learned that like he's fine with people calling him. And I spent eight months not calling him or trying to, you know, arrange a time for a call. And I'm like, and I could have called him throughout this whole fucking time whenever I want to talk <laughs> and he would then just like take a call or not so I am treating <laughs> someone as I want to be treated and it's <laughs> just no that's not the way <laughs> and I'm yeah. like oh you assumed Lena that's one thing second thing he could have told you but yeah informing yeah. isn't his best suit at the moment <laughs> <laughs> informing is hard Informing is hard. No, it, it's it, it goes back to we're all different. Yeah. We're all okay with different things. And about the having your phone on, on silent. <laughs> this is a daily, not so much now, because now I I I have a very limited like I'm either in my room or I'm down in anyway. I've had my phone on silent for years. Years on silent. And this is where part of my design comes in because I constantly also lose my phone. <laughs> so then you shouldn't have it on silent so you can actually call it and, and find it. Exactly. And my <laughs> loving husband, <laughs> for those of you who have a projector in, in your life, you can pretty much imagine the face he pulls every time I come in and say, oh, fuck, I lost my phone. He just, <laughs> the yeah. Um, so that's, that's an interesting aspect of my design. <laughs> I lose shit all the time. All the time. It's just how it is. And that ties to this conversation about no having your phone on people as you no, want to be your, how. <laughs> having your phone on silent. Having your phone on oh, silent. Okay, that's what because, you, that yeah, what we're be, doing. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> sometimes in the beginning he was always like, Oh, but I'll just call your phone and, and I was like well, I know that won't work because yeah. it's on silent. <laughs> you 
know, but you can't treat people the way you want to be treated because it, it, they're someone else. They're a different person. It doesn't work. Yeah. But there's also, like, I would love people to be more clear with their fucking information. It's like, you know, if you don't mind being called, <laughs> how <are> me? <laughs> Instead, I'm waiting eight fucking months and then hear about it on the radio. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, at some point I did I did realize that I'm actually assuming <clears throat> this. I just didn't didn't ask. Well, you know what they say about assumptions makes an ass out of you and me. Mm. Mm. Wasn't it supposed to rhyme? Assume. It's how you spell it. No, 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 I know that, but was the, wasn't the saying, the phrase, supposed to rhyme? Not the way I've heard it. Well, maybe not. Maybe but then I again, I picked it up. Else. I picked it up from a South African, so who knows? Maybe, maybe he said it was rhyming. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, I oh, I hate assumptions really, but it's like sometimes, but people don't really inform you like they don't like very often like they just don't they keep information to themselves so it's like sometimes I end up informing them about my assumptions so they can correct me yeah so I am but... assuming you don't want me to do this and this because I don't have enough information and it's like what what else can I do really it's like I Nothing. could ask for more information but if I'm speaking with a manifest that I can't really ask shit it doesn't work <laughs> it's like no I can only let them know what my assumption is and then yeah. if they're willing to actually correct me that's great but if I'm speaking with other types yeah there's that there's more kind of it's easier to ask for clarity or whatever and then if they want to give it to me that's great interesting this is a very low energy episode well maybe i don't know i don't know either but it feels like that to my mind right now <laughs> my mind yeah. is assessing this experience <laughs> and it's coming up with some bullshit <laughs> yeah no it's it's i think i'm i'm kind of in a um well i'm sleep deprived somewhat because we have a puppy. Oh, is puppy keeping you awake? Puppy is keeping us all awake, which is fine. We chose him. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm also in the in the process of of starting my youngest at kindergarten. So this is the fourth day that I'm leaving her, like saying bye and leaving her. And if anyone is listening who's a parent, that's a pretty that's a pretty big step, leaving your kid in someone else's care completely. That's so a... then you cannot sleep after that. No, I mean I can <laughs> sure I can sleep, but it it's it's emotionally draining. It, it changes something within you. It 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 shifts. Um, I tried to explain it to my husband who did this with our oldest kid, and it's like it's relief. Because she's, you know, I can finally let her go. Uh, it's also guilt. Because parent guilt. Um, and then also I feel guilty because I'm relieved. <laughs> but it's it's a whole it's a whole mixed bag of, of emotions. 
Um, so maybe that's why I'm, but then again, I'm not, I'm individual. So I'm on again, off again. I'm on a pulse. Yeah. So there's also, I mean, there could be some melancholy, probably. Probably. Um, which is, which is, if you have individual circuitry, there's, you know, there's melancholy um, built into the the design. And I used to be really, I used to have a, a hard time with that because I didn't have any creative outlet for it. Um I was also punished for it severely um, when I was young, when I was a kid. So, and I've, I've seen that across the board with people I've worked with as well, where, where the individual circuitry and the melancholy is very, it's very, it's very shamed almost because you're at, as I think, maybe there's some similarities with being emotional and being down in your in your wave because we're so expected to be upbeat and full of energy and and that type of of um perspective on life um i have no issues with this being a quote unquote lower energy taping I don't even know if that's the right word Um, (laughs) Um, but so for me it's like well this is just and also I'm splenic so it's like well this is me right now if you talk to me you know in an hour I might be different probably yeah but this is this is what it's like being being splenic and, and being individual it's just you never know I love that. But also there is something in my not of mind probably that wants to entertain and have fun. <laughs> yeah, and I get that. I get that. For me it's it's more like I said in the in the in the clip that you made that I, I just want my voice out there and this is part of my voice. This is we're so good at showing, you know, life is great and and we're always fun and and life is, you know, it's a cool ride. And it is a cool ride. I totally agree with that. It is a cool ride. And it's an interesting ride. But for me, it, it there's there are also moments of melancholy, which is not being, I wouldn't say, well, I enjoy them now, but they're not happy-go-lucky, if I put it that way. Yeah. So if yeah, you're in... yeah, yeah, yeah. I have nothing against melancholy. <laughs> it's just I don't know. I don't know what I'm about on about today. You were saying something and I interrupted. Uh, I was just gonna say if you're if you have individual circuitry and having a difficult time dealing with it, you know, being creative is is a great outlet, whether that be painting or dancing or singing or writing or whatever you want to do it's just it's a pulse it's on again off again yeah it's very interesting how as like our society is really mm, 
how do you call it stigmatize melancholy oh and yeah like you you can't be that oh yeah you can't have those lower moments no no and that that's why i said you know i'm fine with this being my voice today and this being my my energy level to to be somewhat whatever capacity this is visible or audible <laughs> to show that you know this is this is also part of my life this is also who i am part of me And this isn't even, I mean, this is very different from being emotional. So I can't even imagine being emotional and, and being down in your wave. I, oh, I. Yeah, emotional individual circuitry, that, that must be a fucking gnarly experience. That one must be intense. Yeah. Like really. <laughs> I have, I have profound respect for emotional beings me too but i do prefer those that are okay with their waves <laughs> oh yeah i mean it's, oh it's, yummy <laughs> i think it's it's um again i mean if melancholy is stigmatized that's not even scratching the surface of, of being emotional yeah because you have this wave that you have to wait out before you know moving in any way shape or form and in this world we're supposed to be so fast so fast with everything we do all the movement all the decisions is now Oh, I feel like we say this every episode. Say <laughs> what? Emotional beings. They're like, <laughs> their, their existence is so difficult. <laughs> How will they navigate? <laughs> it's so funny. It's actually, it's very interesting because this emotional manifesting guy that I'm on about for past whatever months, um, like I know he's a manifest and he's a 1222 manifesto because I don't have his specific time, but the whole 24 hours creates a manifesto with a 1222 with different configurations. So like, there's no doubt about that. Like he definitely have an individual emotional wave. And so interesting because he is in such a position to his emotional wave. Like he's not, it's not, it, it's a hindrance. It's a terrible thing that he's experiencing. And yet I'm there and he's just so correct for me. Like I have so much energy and time and everything for this person. I like, I can't even, like my mind cannot even grasp this shit. It's ridiculous. But it's at the same time, like, you know, de like dealing, it's not dealing, but you know, like having that experience of, of someone who's so not okay with their inner authority and yet being correct for you. I don't know to what extent, anyway, but it's like, it's such a mindfuck. <laughs> I'm like, how am I being? Like, what the fuck is this? I'm moving towards someone who's so not into this, you know? Like, they're not living out their design. And so what? <laughs> yeah. And, and so what? Is yeah. this like, a, I don't know. 
again, again, going back to what I said earlier, just because something is correct doesn't mean that it's pleasant or or nice. Yeah. Correct just means correct. It just flows. There's no resistance in the experience, yeah. and that's it. Mm. Yeah. And on that note, I think I'm done for today. Yeah, me too. I'm like elongating this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. My mind is like, oh, let's do this, let's do that, let's let's make it entertaining. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling like unsafe or something, or like weird. Um. Anyway, it is what it is. Life Lena... in HD. <laughs> <laughs> Lena is manifesting journey home on Instagram. Follow us. <laughs> I'm so silly. I just can't. I don't know. It is what it is today. Whatever. Yeah. Bye. Bye.